Hey guys, welcome to Blue Collar Interviews. Uh, today we got on Matt. Hey Matt, how's hey. it going? Good, how are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Oh man, I gotta admit, big fan of your TikToks. You're probably one of my favorite <laughs> creators on there. And we, we've had people asking for you to be on the show now. Well, that's crazy. It means a lot coming from you too, because I, I love your stuff. Oh, thanks. Actually, our last episode was with Heavy Hall and Fool, and even he said that. You're like, oh, we got to get Matt on there. Really? Yeah. Well, he's a pretty big name in the TikTok world, and trucking, trucking TikTok world for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ted wanted uh, Ted wanted us to talk to you. And we've hey. had a few of your fans uh, message me in the comments and be like, oh, you got to get Matt goes trucking on here. Well, I, I appreciate that. Oh man, yeah, you've got such just wholesome trucking content. That's what I like. Yeah, that that's kind of what I like too, and that's why I do it. I kind of <laughs> like the, the wholesomeness of it. Really, I, I don't know. I like the I, I like that uh, you can you can have fun and still keep it kind of kind of decent and all that stuff too. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I try and go for too. Yeah. And, oh yeah, absolutely. Do you find it being a little bit more wholesome? Like I find that you don't you avoid a lot of the drama that some guys get into, and it's like some people are just so negative out to tear it down. But as long as you're wholesome, people I rarely ever get haters, and I imagine you're about the same way. I'm so glad you said that because yes, like I, you know, a lot of people hop on there and will will create or will will make a video just just uh you know geared towards the the hate that they're getting and all that and i've never had to really do that so <laughs> i don't know it's you, you see it a lot on tiktok now the more the more creators that are popping up and the more vulgar it gets the more you know the more uh feedback they get and more hate they get and then the more they they fire up and fire back and all that and i, don't, I just don't ever really have to do that so i'm glad yeah. you brought it up yeah, no, I find it's the same way. I I rarely ever get hate. And I've posted some things that are relatively a little bit more political or a little bit more contentious, but I try and do it in a way that's respectful to kind of both sides of the story. And I try and back up my facts, and I've never really gotten hate. I've had people disagree with me, which is fair. There's been some opinions that you can disagree with, but right. I've never received hate for it. Well, see, I think when you when you develop how the 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 person you are and people see who you are and start seeing your content they're less likely to argue with you because you're always smiling you're always happy your content's great and you're you're not always you know just trying to be biased about a certain opinion or or throwing something you know shoving something down somebody's throat that they don't want to hear you're never that way so when you do kind of branch out and do that a little bit i mean people people won't argue with you they may hop on there and say i I disagree and chat with you but it's because you're you're a nice person you're a nice human all your content is wholesome and and so people aren't going to just hop on there and hate immediately yeah and you know what i think the world needs a lot more of that we can disagree with each other but still be respectful i wish there was a lot more of like here is what I think. What do you think? I'm happy. You're happy. And we, we can just talk about this with mutual respect. I agree with that 100%. So, Matt, why don't we get into this? Tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, where you haul, where you're from, those kind of details. Okay. Well, from the Boot Hill, Missouri, Hornersville, Missouri, uh, 
you have to get lost to – I mean, you, you have to be going to Hornersville to actually get to Hornersville. There's roads that connects everything else around it except for Hornersville. So <laughs> that was pretty fun growing up. But uh, we are about 35 miles, about 40 minutes from Blyville, Arkansas, which – I don't know how many steel factories there are. You can try to count them in your head, but you can't. You'll forget them. And uh, there's just all kinds of uh, steel mills there. And so we haul steel most of the year. And then during harvest time, like rice, and it's from from September to about November, mid-November, we'll help our local farmers out because not not a lot of our farmers are big enough to have a whole bunch of trucks to haul all their stuff. So uh, we'll ho- we'll uh, hook to the hopper bottoms and uh, we'll help them out and we'll haul their rice and we'll haul their beans and uh, sometimes their corn and sometimes wheat, just depending on what they have. And then once that's over, we ho- hook back to the flatbeds and keep going. So Oh, nice, nice. That changes it up a little bit. There's a lot of work around us, so it, it works out being a truck driver. I mean, around our area, there's just a lot of work. And then are you a uh, owner-operator? I uh, I actually have my own company now. I have my own LLC. I started out, I believe, January 2014 as an owner-operator. I bought, so, so my dad's had a company for about 25 years, and uh, I bought one of his old trucks and leased on immediately. And my first run was in my own truck that I had bought. And uh, so I owner operated for about four years, I believe. And now I've just finished year three as my LLC with my own authority. So. Oh, congratulations. That's always a good feeling when you get to that little step. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Year, year three has been a better feeling than the first two. It's, it's tough getting your feet under you. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle with uh, uh, creating their own LLC going from an owner operator to an actual owner, you know, a business owner, because those, that first year, year and a half is really rough trying to get your feet under you and manage your money and figure out how much the government's going to take from you and how much you need to keep in your, your, you know, your account to, to live. And, uh, that, that pretty rough, but man, I tell you what, year three has been good to me. So, Oh man. So like when you define owner operator, that's like, we always call those lease operators. Like you lease your truck on to a company and then owner operator. I've always defined as, um, when you own the company that you're hauling for and your name's on the door. Owner or lease operating is probably the right term for it. And, uh, but there is something now called lease purchase where, you know, mega carriers are sell are selling their trucks to their drivers, but they're, you know, the drivers are having to pay the company a certain, you know, they kind of do the doing their own financing and stuff like that. And technically it's still both of their trucks at the same time and all that called lease purchase. So when I, when we refer to at least where I'm from, we're, when we refer to owner operating, that just means you own your truck and you're operating it, but you're more, more than likely you have at least to somebody, but I guess it could go for both. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. See the lease purchase. Like I, I know it kind of what you're talking about then. It's like when a company buys a truck, then the drive lets the driver who's working for them rent the truck from them and then cover all the maintenance. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I hear that though, like, isn't that, kind of concerning for people like if a mega carrier is saying hey you just take the truck and the bills with it shouldn't that be like a hey maybe let's not do this yeah canada actually made that illegal because it was defined as employee uh, exploitation they did a lot of research like the canadian government researched into it 
And they're like, oh, man, all these lease operators make less than employees. And it's just a way for a company to pay less payroll tax and get rid of less headache. And they're like, no, no, no. You can't just make people and like pressure <coughs> people into buying a truck. So what they did is if you want to do a lease, it's the same way that if you lease a truck, it's like leasing from Kenworth or Peterbilt. As soon as you sign the lease form with a company, you take legal possession of the truck. And the next day, if you want to send the company the finger, you could literally take their truck and go and work for a competitor. You own the truck 100%. It's not tied to the company if you want to do it. So all the companies that mega carriers that were offering that are like, oh, oh, we've got to take the financial risk like a bank loaning out a truck. No, we're uh, good. Yeah. Okay, that well, makes more sense. Well, so, yeah, I don't, I don't have exact numbers here, and I, I don't want to. I'm sure there there's a good lease purchase out there, but most lease purchases are like uh, you. The company is like, okay, you're you're gonna buy this truck from me, and it's it, in the end you're gonna be paying. You know, it's a 14 model Cascadia, which is worth like you know forty thousand dollars maybe with half a million miles on it, and uh, you're gonna end up paying to pay all this on top and it, it ends up being like oh you just paid me like a thousand dollars a week to run it until we finally pay it off and they end up being way in the hole and uh from what i know it the driver never really ends up with you know what i don't understand is like the very basic logic that goes into behind a lease purchase is a company wouldn't buy a truck go to the bank finance a truck put it on there and be like you know what I bet we would make less money hiring out of like giving the driver the truck. Like obviously they've done the math yeah. at these big companies and realized oh, yeah. they'd make more money, and that's why they push people into the lease program. That's that's the thing. People, most most company drivers, unless they're seasoned, they've been doing it a long time. Most new ones, especially, get the money. So when the company says, "Hey, just buy this truck from me," it's going to cost you this, that, and the other, but we'll make sure you get the miles to pay for it. They're like, "Oh, hey, look, an easy route." But they end up paying, gosh, I mean, I pay, I mean, I've got no truck, but I pay $1,000 a month for a payment if, and I mean, I'm almost $1,000 and they're paying like $1,000 a week all, you know, all towards the truck payment. That's going for all kinds of stuff. They don't even know what they're paying for. So right, if can... you were to give advice to somebody uh, starting out and wanting to, you know, buy their own truck, start as like an, an owner operator with another company and then venture to their own, what advice would you give to somebody that's a company driver wanting to start? No pressure well, either, because uh, you could, you know, sink someone here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Someone is 100% making business decisions <laughs> off of what you say now, Matt. <laughs> who, who Think about their about kids, here? Matt. Jeez. Someone may go bankrupt based on your advice, but no pressure. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to save myself right now and say get a good banker first. Find a good banker. Because my dad had found has found a we have a good banker here in our area and he does all basically all the trucking and the farming around us at least most of them because he's about the only loan officer who'll say yeah let's do it uh but because most banks are scared of trucks but uh yeah so i have a good banker so which i've never gotten in trouble but i know that if i did get in trouble he had my back but uh let's see so that's that would be one but you know, most people would say find a good truck, a cheap used good truck, and that's just hard to hard to tell somebody to do because you don't know what's good when you're buying used right now. Like you can't you can't tell what's good. So find you something affordable that that you can look over and think it's good and then 
don't spend all your money on, you know, in the first day. Because that first check, I remember my first check I got after I ran a truck for a week. I was just in shock. Like, holy crap, I made this much money when I first bought my truck. But then, I mean, anything can happen at any time. So save your money and, and you'll make it. I mean, there the first year might be rough, like I said, with the with uh, getting your own authority, even when you first buy your first truck. First year might be rough. You, you got to work out the kinks of your truck. You don't know anything about it. Uh, but but when you're in when you're in the down parts of it, just keep going. Just keep going because there's there's no breakdown, no uh, uh, no you know major anything, no major problem that's going to put you out with the money you can make with a truck. So yeah, that, that I agree with that completely because I actually know a few long haul guys and I called one one time and we were on the phone and he's like, yeah, no, just my motor went. So uh, he's not sitting there deciding like, oh, what should I do? Should I tow home? What should I use? Just get get it to the shop, get a new motor in, and within the week he's back on the road. And he's like, I just I just got to put my head down and keep making money. Then like don't. Like just get on it. See, my biggest advice though that I'd give, and the way I—it's just the way I started out. But buy a truck with cash. I don't like the idea of financing your first truck. I I agree, but disagree because it's risky. If you're talking to someone who has no mechanical experience, and they're gonna buy a really old truck, the money to fix it might always be worth it through shops. I mean, that's one of the things though is that. I would either say the two options. Sorry, I should paraphrase that. Mm-hmm. Of if you're mechanically able, buy an old truck with cash. If you're not mechanically able, buy a brand new truck under warranty and run it that way. But you, if you're going that route, you better be damn sure that you've got the work in order to make that payment. Well, that's that's a big point too. Like, like I said earlier, around here we got a lot of work, so. When I when I hear when I see people talk to people that live elsewhere that doesn't have a new core Yamato and all the steel the steel mills we have around here, I'm like, I don't know where they get their stuff and what they're doing exactly. You know how much work they actually have. Yeah, we have, have we have an endless supply of work here, so it's it's kind of it's kind of fit for truck driving here. See, we have an absolute ton of work logging up here, but it's really seasonal. And it, we could have a summer like we had last summer where the fire ban shut us down for two, three months. And then you have, you could have two weeks off at breakup or it could be a bad fall and your breakup could last two, three months. And you don't know when you got that $8,000 a month truck payment, that can get Ooh. relatively stressful. <laughs> That yeah. is a truck payment. <laughs> well, that's what about a standard truck payment? I mean, well, well for, you got to figure new. for a new one, you're looking at eight, ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Really? And then um, remember this, Matt. At tax time, we uh we lose half that paycheck we get. So, <laughs> well, not if you're really a company and you've got expenses, but you also got to remember our trucks are how to say it is our trucks are a lot more than American trucks. You figure you got a tri drive with the logging trailer on a quad wagon, and they're built for off road. Like these trucks, a logging truck, you're easily looking at a half a million dollars just for your truck, and you think you got to make that payment over three years. See, that's what that's what had me because we we set our we set our loans at about three or four years and try to pay it off quick, and we just bought a 2022 or a 2020 model truck which didn't have any miles on it and it was a hundred forty thousand dollars and you know our payments are right around three so uh, when you said eight it just blew my mind but i yeah what what you do for what you do i guess all the equipment you need is is pretty expensive 
<laughs> yeah, they're they're not cheap. Yeah, there's there's other road. people in Canada who don't log, and those trucks are cheaper. Chase just makes it about himself. <laughs> no, but I, I'll, I'll just say, I'm, Matt was I'm, talking I'm about my industry, Jordan. Are you, are you there's, there's people. There's people in Canada that don't do what he does. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, what? <laughs> there's people in Canada that don't log in BC. That don't no, see the views in his TikTok. All those freaking mountains and stuff that he's. <laughs> Um, are you kidding me? I thought that's what Canada was. That's all we are. We're just loggers. We just send raw logs. Like we don't have grocery <laughs> trucks, garbage trucks. We're like beavers. We just eat wood all day. Yeah, you we get so used wood. to bark, you'd be surprised. Like it's pretty good stuff. Now, now it could be. Now that I'm now that I'm talking to y'all, it could be that you just you know kind of portray it that way on TikTok because you have the control. But you look like a super what what a super American super trucker wishes he was. You look like you do the hard, scary roads, and you're up in the mountains, and you're hauling heavy, and you you're you know on top of a mountain one day, then at the bottom the other day, and then you're looking. It looks like you're riding roads that don't have any rails that if you fall off, you can fall to your death and all that. You look like what a super trucker thinks he does. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh... I gotta admit, it is logging in BC is about the most extreme trucking job you could probably have in North America. That's what I thought. I mean, the, the but you guys down in the states too, in Washington, Oregon, they're doing the same thing. Alaska, you got the same thing. I've never been that way. <laughs> the flatlands. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's pretty. just any flatlander because I feel like the guys from Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Ontario also look at BC like the thing is I wouldn't say you look at it like a super trucker and they wish what they were. They just look at us and be like, "Oh, those guys are idiots." <laughs> I I don't know. It's 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 tough because I live in a area of Manitoba where like today, like no, it's no coke, but like we have ice and snow. It's a, it's a, you know we got a six inches here today. Like we we get a taste of what you're going through. Not not anything like it. Don't get me wrong, but like I I get a taste. Oh I, man, I, I I've given the like, coke a number of times. Like I know what it's like. Oh, least, I got to watch. You guys might get sweet you. I got I'm to watch. Just say you. Oh my god, there yesterday on the coke. I got stuck well, behind a few guys that didn't uh, chain up. They spun out on the hill. They blew past the chain up lights were on. They blew past the chain up lights. As I was throwing on a set, I'm like, all right, I'll throw on a set. The lights on. It takes me five minutes. They passed me and then spun out and blocked the hill in front of me. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. And then <laughs> as I was sitting there, uh, the <laughs> easy, pulling... easy with this one. Get the comments on this one. Don't uh, don't say exactly what you said. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sent you the video of me yelling yeah. at that guy, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, get into it. Just careful on the uh, the, the the phobia jokes though, with the size. <laughs> Are we worried about fat phobia here? I, you tore into it, man. <laughs> oh, I did get tear into that. Oh, it drove me nuts. But we watched it. The other truck spun out, and this other guy that also blew the chain up area, I'm like, hey, we're already stuck on the hill. We're waiting. Why don't you throw the chains on since you're in front of me, and I don't want to also be stuck behind you when you can't lift off. He's like, no, I'll make it. And I'm like, what do you mean? The other truck said the same thing. Oh, yeah. It wasn't quite as polite when I said it in person. I'm like, you fat motherfucking highway driver. Get out your fat ass out of the truck. Put your fucking tire chains on so I don't have to wait behind your fat, lazy fucking ass. 
<laughs> he's like, I can make this hill. I'm a good driver. I'm like, yeah. And the other four guys said the same thing. And now the highway is closed. And while we're arguing this, they're supposed to throw their chains on to come down the hill. A couple guys didn't do that. One of them went sideways. Then another truck who didn't chain up smacked into that guy. Then a car hit that truck. Then another 18-wheeler hit the car. Then a guy pickup pulling like a fifth-wheel travel trailer went sideways. Then a truck blew through the travel trailer. And then like four more cars all piled up on the hill because they didn't want to chain up. And this guy was sitting there after there was ambulances coming. These people were hurt because the truck drivers didn't want to chain up because they were being lazy. He watched all of this happen and still didn't think he should put on his tire chains because he was a super trucker. And I'm like, man, if the <laughs> logger, the off-highway logger is throwing on chains with a tri-drive, you should probably put your chains on. And he's like a 350, 400-pound guy. And he's like, I can make it. I'm like, get your fat ass out of the truck. You're putting on chains now. Did he put chains on? Yeah, when uh, the CVSE came over and stuck him with like a seven hundred dollar fine for blowing the chain up area and no. to put on chains and no made him chain way. up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I man, got I got a hold of him. He didn't have the radio, and I'm like, this fat fucking highway guy's blocking the hill and refusing <laughs> to put on chains. Woo! Here comes Matt the Fouch. old highways department. Matt Fouch Trucking has a new TikTok idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> new skit idea. <laughs> oh yeah yeah no sorry it's i'm a fa- i wasn't ripping into him because he was fat i was ripping into him because he was lazy yeah the that's fair. i just thought he would uh, take that personally and i kind of wanted yeah. to hurt his feelings a little bit because Nobody like shaming <laughs> hey, every size is helping yeah i've never i've never owned a set of tire chains what <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm kind of with matt here chase like like half the trucks here if i get into a company truck they don't have chains on them even though really even though, which is which is really dumb because i was gonna bring this up in the coke it's terrible weather but i've driven it before you guys get plows on it like that we however don't deal with as much snow but we don't get plows for like two days so we're driving around in ice and snow it's like we actually i think have it worse sometimes because at least you guys get plows on it quick yeah, they put four dedicated plow trucks, two loaders, and a grader dedicated to the one hill just to try and keep trucks moving up one hill. Exactly. Like, you have that. Like, we, we, I come home, I'm, I'm two days here, and, like, it, we've had two plows on. Like, it's still just a sheet of ice. Like, I sent you guys that video in the Snapchat, me trying to break. <laughs> it's just me sliding at 85, 90. That's, that's freaking cool. Like, well, I wouldn't want to live there and do that because we get like one snow a year and that's it. That's why I don't own a set of tire chains. And if it snows, you know, I'm just like, I'm just not going to work. But, uh, <laughs> I, I don't choose a load for that day because I know it's going to snow. Uh, but <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, stay alive, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, we still have interstates with big potholes in them and you, you guys have dedicated or, you know, you have guys that are dedicated to freaking cleaning off roads all day. <laughs> we ain't got anything like that. It's oh, a gig. Chase, where's plowing, plowing roads? What's that? I was saying to Matt that you work plowing roads now. I do. I do work on the weekends to help maintain that hill and keep it clear. How many jobs you have? Oh, let's see. I run a solar installation business. I manufacture light towers for finning. I do low bedding with my old uh, 1960s trucks. Then I haul mm-hmm. logs during the week, and then I snow plow in winter. And now I started an electric truck manufacturer. So and, seven and jobs. Corner on Friday nights that keeps me pretty busy too. Corner on Friday nights. 
Yeah, you prostitute. <laughs> oh, whore, whore, in the corner. I thought you said coroner. Porn, no. Yeah, well, I'm making like a sick joke about those people that died in the accident. Oh my week. gosh, that would have been, been much better. No, oh my god, I was in this one accident last week. Truck jackknifed in the snow because, like, he just—it was an American pulling like a tandem step, a deck, flat deck. He jackknifed in the snow, car piled into him, and then like three more cars, and the person was trapped alive inside the cars that oh lit on fire. And I'm sitting there gosh. like, holy shit. Oh my God. Like we that burnt is... through our fire extinguishers as they like they burnt to death on the Coquihalla. Like it was rough. Oh so I thought dude, Jordan dude. was making a joke, dark joke about that one. You didn't even holy, tell me about that. Holy. that you need that, to that, vent that, about that these things, man. I just make dark jokes about it. Oh man, if you drive the Coke Hall long enough, you're gonna see people die. It's well, just like, a matter of fact. I, I've I've been on the Coke for an accident or two, but I don't think I've seen deaths on the Coke yet. Yeah, I've but, seen a couple deaths on the Coke. That was by far the worst. Story, that whole story just turned your little uh, joke into something really dark. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make. I I said Never, corner. Like I thought you said coroner. Like he's a corner coroner well, on Friday. Like because it was like last Friday or like two Fridays ago so when this dark. was happening. And I'm like, that's dark, man. Oh, jeez. I thought Jordan. I thought Jordan said corner, and then you said coroner. So I was like, oh, I was wrong. He said corner, and then you said you said pro. Jordan said prostitute, and so I was like, wait a minute. Does he kill prostitutes? Is he a serial killer of prostitutes? Oh, he's Robert Tickton. Exactly. Y'all, y'all know him well, don't you? Oh, oh, Chase does. Chase's neighbors with him. Well, no? He, no, he's like three hours away. They found that farm. Yeah. Did you oh. work with the dump trucks when they were screening all the bones of the prostitutes? There? No, that's like three hours away. <laughs> Am I the... Am I not the only one that listens to true crime all freaking day? Oh, I love true crime. God, I listen to so many podcasts all day. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've I listened see, I like to the like... history ones. I'm, I'm a history podcast guy. Well, oh, you're shit. smarter than us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I just terrified. I can't ones. even watch horror movies. Well, what if you oh, find yourself either. in a situation <laughs> where, uh, you know, you accidentally kill someone? Hey, now I know a lot of good ways to cover it. <laughs> What, what oh, do you mean accidentally Jordan's, kill somebody? Jordan's doing it. Jordan's doing it for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> right. Like I've never thought of like what if it's an accident, you just call the police and be like, hey, I hit this person, there was an accident, or an accident happened. You didn't see my air murder someone. Jordan must be accidentally talking about accidentally breaking into somebody's accidentally house and accidentally firing a gun or something. That's what he sounds like. Uh it was all an accident. <laughs> one thing i found out though with canadian true crime is uh a lot of the canadian like the rcmp is very incompetent so just go ahead and do it you're, you're getting away with it oh yeah that's probably <laughs> man for the hold on we have like myself and matt are two of the happiest most upbeat tiktok guys on truckers <laughs> how the hell is this the episode that's the darkest <laughs> oh jordan's here boys <laughs> this went know. off the rails more than any podcast has ever gone off the rails robert picton got mentioned in a podcast my dream we had to talk about me watching a person <laughs> burn to death a few weeks ago <laughs> and jordan's this making is... jokes about it it's clearly I didn't up make the... you brought the joke <laughs> i didn't even know what happened oh yeah <laughs> We snap yeah. every day, and you didn't tell me about that, Chase. I'm, I think wow. I sent you the pictures of it. Didn't I send the pictures? I got a lot of Snapchats. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, wow. He, he, just, he just admitted he don't pay attention. 
I, he I does not pay attention to my Snapchats. Apparently, they can literally. Have you ever seen those pictures from the Iraq War where they had that highway with all the burnt out cars? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, there's a the Highway of Death, Iraq Gulf War. If you Google it, that no, is exactly what this accident looked like. Jeez. Okay, I'm bringing her back on the rails here. Um, Matt, yeah. I got a question for you. So, okay. if I had a Sterling concrete truck, what kind of visor? <laughs> Do you, do you think I should put on it? What? 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 Uh, that was uh. that. So I used to, when I was a kid, when I didn't know anything about trucks and Sterlings were still around. I mean, well, they are in, in concrete trucks apparently, but they don't make a over the road truck anymore. I don't believe. Oh, you no, know, they do make an over the road truck, but Ford, it was Ford that went to Sterling, right? Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm lost now. Okay. Anyway, they were Ford. And I thought they were the ugliest trucks on the road. So now every time I see a Sterling, I think of the Ford and all that stuff. And then I was like, you know, he asked me that. And I had a couple different ways I was going to respond and, and kind of make it funny. But like, I don't, I didn't know, I don't know that they even make anything for a Sterling. I don't <laughs> think they make a Sunrise for a Sterling. But somebody, somebody duetted that and uh, showed me a picture of a Sterling with a visor on it. So what? I don't know. They make something. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's got to be some custom fabricator, but I feel like putting a drop visor on a is like a seventy-year-old woman getting a boob job. Well, like the whole point—the whole point of the Sterlings is like they're up high; you can see right in front of you. It's kind of nice. Like they're—they're—they're they're good for those uh, like concrete trucks and shit like that because you can see really well. So why would you restrict that? That's sure. kind of the point well, of them. But like well, you can get other trucks that sit up high. I am. I you am like a, forward with a Sterling though. Like you're you're like looking right down that hood. Yeah, that's true. There there isn't much of a hood. But you know what? If he wants to he he said he was gonna do some other things to it too. If he oh, wants to fancy thing up, do it. Oh, I thought it was just like cheap teasing you. Huh. No, well if I he listen if he listens, hey guy, make your Sterling sexy as you want. You know hey. what though? Like I don't mind. Like have pride in your ride, no matter what you drive. If if a Sterling's what you found and it's a good truck that works for you, I have no problem with someone putting on a drop visor. I would rather have them take a truck, you know, that it's what they have, it's what their boss gave them, and have them do it up nice than just leave it as an ugly truck. It shows pride in your ride, and that's what I like. Pride in I your can... ride. We should make T-shirts. I wonder if it's his truck or if his bo- if it's his boss's truck. Because whose who's pocket is it coming out of? Hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. I've put money in when I was a company driver and I started trucking. I put money into a company truck just because it's something that if I have to spend 15 hours a day sitting in it, I don't mind spending a little bit of my paycheck for something I'm going to enjoy now, a little bit more. Now, I know guys who have done that, and I actually agree with you completely because they take a lot more care of their trucks. So it's nice to see on the boss's end. But man, do the other drivers tease you. Super trucker, super trucker. Like, do like, y'all really get the wait? The other guys in the company or the other guys out on the road? The other guys in the company, like the other guys in the company. That, that yeah. makes sense. Never mind. Honestly, probably sense. just jealous though because the boss will like you more because you do take care of your truck more. But like, I definitely, I've definitely seen it go down like that. And the thing is, well, I have of- noticed though that when it comes time for the new truck, if you got a driver and he's always keeping the truck polished, he puts a little bit of chrome, he put, spends his time putting extra lights on it, like he maintains the truck well. When it comes time to buy another truck, and the boss is looking and be like, "Oh, should I buy a Sterling or should I spend the extra like thirty grand and get a nice Kenworth W nine hundred? It's like thirty, forty more." 
if he's looking at most of his drivers, he's like, they don't care anyways. I'm just going to save pocket the 40 grand. But he looks at the driver and be like, you know what? Old Matt over here spends his weekends polishing that truck. He does it up nice. He puts the time. We look good when Matt drives that truck to site. I don't mind spending that extra $200 a month for Matt to have a really, really nice truck because that's going to keep a good employee around. Matt's not going to leave to another company. I was about to say, sometimes sometimes you need that to keep him around. So, Yeah, oh, and yeah. then he's going to bump it up to another 100 bucks a month too for your therapy and everything. Like This boss is just <laughs> the cat's ass. <laughs> Just kind of yeah. need some friends. Well, good drivers are rare. Keep good. Drivers they are. Happy. They are rare. And we had a we had a guy working for us, and dad see dad and I bought a bought, bought some trucks together. There's three companies going on where we are. There's dad's company, my company, and then we have a uh, what we call Fouts Truck Leasing, where we have bought trucks together and they're leased to dad's company because he's got a dispatcher and all that. But uh, okay. And I, but uh, so we own, I guess we own four trucks together, but only two are running. And uh, one of them was, we don't have it anymore, or dad bought it. Anyway, it gets complicated. Either way, we had a truck. We have it still, but we had a truck together that we bought brand new, 2020. And the driver specifically wanted a certain color to go with this truck for lettering and stuff. So we colored it up. And then he bought he bought himself uh, a shifter extension and some stuff like that, you know, stuff that he wanted. Well, he bought his own truck and leased onto us not too long after that. So now we have a white truck with a purple lettering and a large shifter extension in it that another driver's driving. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll happen. Whatever works, I guess. But he, he's got his own truck now, and he's leased to us. I mean, he's doing good, so it's not a big deal, but it just kind of went along with that uh, fixing up yeah. the truck for somebody. Kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> got the mods he wants. Hey, now if his truck ever goes down, he needs to go back with you guys. He's, he's happy with the truck. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so oh, man, another question. Like you're doing pretty good for yourself there, man. Oh, That's sorry. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you're honestly you are one of the most wholesome friendliest tiktokers and it's nice to see that you're doing really well you don't and you don't have to hate you're happy that's oh it's good to hear it takes everything in me to not get on tiktok and just say i'm the nicest guy here (laughs) i'm the nicest guy and i'm the most humblest heck yeah my apple pie is the crumblest oh shut the Uh, shut the hell uh, up don't start with me um okay matt speaking of the honest guy thing where did the honest guy tiktoks come from that's kind of like a, a trend on your page i was looking at it uh, uh, i wish i could tell you the honest guy is the reason that i even am, am known on tiktok at all uh so i, I get I a kick out it, of them by the way like i think they're hilarious well y- you and everybody else nobody wants to see anything else i have to say except for, unless it's honest guy saying it so uh uh, I was sitting on an exit ramp one one day, an off ramp, and I was waiting for some load numbers. I was right beside, and I just had this idea, and I was like, I'm going to try to video it real quick of an honest guy getting a DOT inspection, and he's just basically blabbermouthing about everything. And that was the first video that got over 100,000 views ever. I mean, I, I, I didn't know what TikTok was. I didn't even know how to work it. I barely knew how to stop and restart. And, uh, so after that, I did one more just a couple days later, like two days later, I said, I went to the shop and I said, I got to do this. And I went and made a, I just got to get pulled over again. 
and that one is my most successful video. It's got 3.5 million or whatever. And that's what kind of put me on the map. And so everybody only knows me as the honest guy now. Yeah. (laughs) What's actually funny about that is my first TikTok that went kind of viral was me pretending to lie to the OT to get out of a ticket. So that might be, you know what? You might be, you might be, you might be the reason why my liar, I try to, you might be the reason it don't work because everybody, everybody thinks I'm copying you. (laughs) maybe oh that's pretty funny no the thing is i think it's why it's so successful is that every truck driver knows the like how many lies we actually tell (laughs) per day to get out of things like if we were honest with dot or our bosses we're all unemployed for sure oh well i could i commend you for for doing a liar one that did good because mine didn't but I tried to think up a liar one forever, and I was just like, that's basically everyday trucking. <laughs> well, my, my liar one was just I had a new tire on because I blew a tire, and I was like, well, I'm not changing it here. I'll just drive with a blown tire and change it at the tire shop. <laughs> so I was like, man, if DOT caught me, like they see the blown tire, they see the brand new tire on the deck, like they would know exactly what's going down. <laughs> I often wonder if uh, DOT could use your TikToks against you if something ever was to happen. Do you know that? Oh, 100%. I have – our local DOT knows me quite well on TikTok, and once I got stopped at the scales for a TikTok I made. Well, they're, tra- they're trying to get Kyle Rittenhouse, if you're following that case at all. They brought up his TikTok account, so I'm sure they can in a trucker case too. I've seen something about that, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, on the Kyle Rittenhouse that- thing? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what Kyle Rittenhouse the case nope. is? No. Nope. Oh, an American kid was about to be shot by a bunch of leftists and uh he shot them back first and now they think he's a murderer. Oh, uh, I heard about that. Story. Yeah, there's literally yeah. a photo of a this crazy liberal leftist guy pointing a gun at Kyle's head and Kyle got his shot off first and they're like, Oh yeah, he's a crazy murderer. It's like <laughs> what? What? In that, even the person that the, there was three of them, and he killed one or two of them, and but the, one of the other guys, he's like, "Yeah, I pulled. We had our guns out, and we we did fire at him, and like we shot, we shot at him. It was a very tense. He, one of my buddies, shot first, and then we exchanged fire. And he's like, I shot back because I was scared. Like even one of the victims are like, "Yeah, that went crazy, and everyone started like started shooting, and we pulled our guns out. Even the one of the victims was like, "Oh yeah, it was self defense, and the judge or the a prosecuting attorney on that one if i remember correctly is like this guy plays call of duty yeah he's like it's like there's millions and millions of american kids playing call of duty that are all really messed up but they're not killing people currently and the the thing is like how little he clearly understood the video game he's like he has over 300 confirmed kills on call of duty and he's like what he played for like (laughs) half an hour you can get like kill a minute oh uh, no it's it's actually a joke that case and it's it's very frustrating to watch and what's even funnier is that in chicago just two weeks ago there was a huge uh gang shooting where a guy got murdered and they shot back and forth exchange fire and they're like oh you know what actually like we'll just let that go because uh it was mutual combat is what they called it because like in a fist fight you can pull that but it's like you're shooting in the streets there's kids around like you can't just do that but with kyle rittenhouse this kid's a murderer because someone's going to shoot him in the head. You know what, though? Like, as much as I, I do think it is ridiculous, that is should be how the justice system works, is that if somebody gets shot, there should still be a trial to figure out, like, 
rather than a, a cop shouldn't have the ability to be like, oh, I'm sure it's mutual combat. A judge should decide, and it should go to the thing where people can state yeah. both their cases for and against. Whether you agree or it's obvious or not, if somebody gets shot due to gunfire and killed, there should still be an investigation yeah. and, and at I, trial. I agree with that, but like with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, like it's been proven that this was a self-defense thing. Yeah, but and that's they're probably just, they're just hammering the, it down. That's probably going to be what the court case is going to say, is that it's self-defense, and that'll be the trial, and that's how the we justice hope. system should work. We hope. We hope. Uh, it's but still the public smearing and everything like like I, I think it should go to trial when there's questions to be had but like there was no questions they have video I evidence. know they have like they, no I, I, I think it should go to trial either way even if it's obvious because strictly speaking I don't want the police force to be like you know what it was super obvious <laughs> what happened and we're not going to charge them because then you're going to find people that are like oh this is just somebody that on a corrupt police force the cops could like and he's drinking buddies and then he can be like you know what my buddy is totally innocent it was mutual and you're like no you're just this bowling buddy on Friday <laughs> like I think it should still go to trial no matter how obvious it is if somebody gets killed due to gunfire I, I think it's fair uh, I'm Mm, yeah, it depends well, on the trial. Uh, like, like, uh, like maybe okay, trials one thing, but like, should it be so publicized all over the news, like being forced down this? Everyone's so oh, they're trying to portray him as what? a murderer. I don't they think that should be going on. He, nobody can control that, though. I mean, that's yes, they can. Oh, actually, the there's there's laws in Canada where uh, trials have locked information. If a if a trial starts becoming popular canadian judges what they do is they put a reporting ban on the trial because they found that mm. public opinion can sway the verdict of exactly. a trial so they say you're not allowed to report on this it's going to be behind closed doors the lawyers the jury and all that are going to decide for themselves once they reach a verdict then the media is then allowed to report on that verdict but not during the trial we don't need the public publicity this is how the justice system works i like well, that way that that needs to be how every single thing is. It uh, it nothing needs to be in the news and the paper and the media nothing until it's settled. Exactly. Like I shouldn't be scrolling through TikTok and like I only brought it up because I keep seeing it and like all my like it's 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 a TikTok live. Like I can join and watch. Yeah, the I've seen that. Like what the that. hell is that? Yeah, that's but that yeah that's terrible. The courts need to do something about that. But the media yeah. is going to do it. You're not going to keep the media from doing it if it's open. Because that's, that's how they yeah. make their money. Yeah, that's why I think that the they should just pull the Canadian card and the close it to the media. No media, no reporters. We have official trial transcripts. It's all public, and we're all gonna. But we won't won't release these things until after the verdict is done and it calms down a bit. I think Canada that's a does really like smart four, way. We, we do like four three things right in Canada, and that is one of them. That's about to say. Well, Chase, uh, maybe Canada's just better. Ah. <laughs> uh, ooh. ooh. We, we both have our issues, and we both we, have our... Uh, both uh, countries have benefits. issues, but that's one of the things I like saying is like, you know what? I think it's healthy to learn from other countries' issues. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm still debating whether or not to do my TikTok rant, because every time I post a video, I get the same, like, people be like, that's such a democratic way, or Democrat way of thinking. Be like, yeah, you're giving them that Republican. Tell those Democrats, and you're like... Man, you're talking to a Canadian guy on Republican and Democrats, and it's like, yeah. why? <laughs> well, I have almost done a couple, but I'm just gonna stay out of it. I'm not, I'm not educated enough to really argue back and forth. I'm just, I just kind of know what 
my line of work and all that what it kind of needs and it's more it's it's more of a republican you know way of thinking and 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 operating and all that and conserve we know we're conservative and all that so so that's about all i can tell you and so that's kind of the side i lean on but when it comes to any kind anything else i have no no desire to know or care because it just separates people all it does well it it, exactly it divides people and what's the craziest thing is you said the whole education part like oh i'm not educated you don't have to be you could because you could know everything about it and explain it to someone and they're not going to believe it right now because they saw something on facebook that said otherwise here's the one thing i see american politics at is like looking in from the outside of the country it's so much like republican and versus democrat but they're the same political party at their core. Both of them are very pro-business. They're all financed by the same lobbyists. Like Exxon buys out the Democrats and the Republicans. The only difference is Republicans are like, hey, guys, church is pretty cool. We like Jesus, right? And the Democrats are like, what about the transgendered bathrooms? And like, they, <laughs> they post on things that literally make no difference to anybody in the party. But then they're at behind the scenes. They're like, no matter what, though, guys. Make sure big business makes a lot of money and we're not going to tax the rich people. Right, right? We both agree on that? Okay, let's let them get really worked up about whether this guy in the woman's bathroom has a dong or not. (laughs) It's not even just that. It's everything. Like I saw a a TikTok or maybe it was a Facebook post about women in the workforce and how like we're not doing enough. It's like, you know, you, you bring it up constantly and you force it down people's throat. How about you be like me? Like I go into construction office and I see a girl on the crew. I don't say oh damn there's a girl here or i don't even acknowledge there's a girl here there's no, another employee no. here who fucking cares let's go to work there's, there's so many ladies driving trucks now and it doesn't surprise me anymore yeah. i used to look and be like oh hey look but now it's just all the time well I mean, it, it, yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't acknowledge it not that i don't care it's just that like why why acknowledge it why do we have to or if there's a black guy there or asian like why why do we have to acknowledge that there's someone else there it's hey we're all working together let's, let's go have a good day i don't know i saw a black guy a while ago and that was pretty cool like three weeks ago, I got into an Uber and it was a black guy driving it. And I'm like, hey, that's pretty awesome. I have one of those in a while. Canada. I'm, I'm, I'm that way too. Like, like if I see a any kind of, uh, you know, a different race, whatever, it like doing a certain job that they're not usually, that you're not really used to seeing them do. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. This is kind of cool. This experience <laughs> is just different. <laughs> uh that's so funny i i don't know there's a lot of mixed race and i it's it's like i don't it's weird that people bring it up like it's like why what we can't well there's a different color like does it matter why do we have to bring that up it's when you bring it up when you talk about when you force it down people's throat that it becomes an issue exactly it doesn't it doesn't matter i don't know we all we all have brains well okay maybe not all of us never mind i'm not gonna go there (laughs) (laughs) but no i I get exactly what you mean like i don't care what the person is that does the job i'm gonna judge them by the quality of work they do and that's all i really care about when i'm working with someone well have you you seen that tiktok that's getting insane like bad backlash because there's a guy watching a girl trying to back in a trailer and he's just sitting there saying on the tiktok this is a female driver by the way and people have got him well, and, that, and that's, See, that's like, like why do you have to bring up that's a female driver like oh that's a bad driver that's all you need to mention exactly. you don't that's... need to say that they're a female driver you can just say look at this driver and like number one i hate people that call like i refuse 
Like, I've had some things where, like, I've had people on, like, and I'm like, I had a loaderman last week. He hit the back of the cab of my truck, like, five, six times loading logs. Yeah. He spilt logs off the side. Like, he was just a bad loaderman and all that. But, like, I would never in my life consider grabbing my phone, putting it on TikTok, and be like, this guy can't load. Because, you know what? We've all had bad days. I, no one needs to bring that negativity. I would rather use my TikToks, and I've done it several times, to be like, hey, look at this awesome loaderman. Look at this great mechanic we have. I want right. to show people doing good things, not bad things. Well, I have I have started and deleted and and really thought on so like every video I make, I, I basically go through a checklist to make sure I'm not doing this, that and the other, whether it's for like I, I'm in a praise band at our church and uh, I, you know, I have nieces that show everybody my videos because they think, you know, their uncle's famous and all this stuff and. <laughs> And I have, you know, my daughter is eventually going to see it. And my, my wife's a teacher, so her students see it. Anyway, I got a bunch of people seeing it. And so, I, and I've never been a fan of just putting the stuff out there on that, that you're not going to take down, that anybody can go see at any time and it having vulgarity or what, you know, any, anything that, that I don't feel comfortable with being up on social media for everybody to see, even on Facebook, like a Facebook post. But uh, anyway, so, so. Every video I make, I'm, I'm, I've got kind of a checklist to make sure that that uh, I'm not just saying anything that's gonna yeah uh, keep you between the gonna, lines that I'm gonna regret. I, I have posted something and then watched it a few times and then gave it about an hour and then took it down because oh I have I have definitely posted things I regret. Like I had a three minute video describing how I was having a poop in the woods. Like I regret that one a little <laughs> bit. But hey, my you know only what? That's checklist that's creativity. Oh. That's creativity. Uh, yeah, but like my mom had to watch how I had a poop. My girlfriend had to watch that video. Her, well, my girlfriend's true. mom had to see the video on how I pooped in the woods. Yeah. Like, well, when you took when you sent me that uh that interaction of you yelling at that guy, I was like, Chase, don't post this on TikTok. Don't no. do it. Like I was just thinking, I was like, please, no, no. Well, that's the thing is like, and as much as I'd want to call out the guy that's on the hill, my only checklist when I may post a TikTok is, is this gonna make it? Is this going to make everybody happy? Like, I don't Aww, want anyone to leave being miserable. Well, no, I think we're all on TikTok because we enjoy being on TikTok. I want people to be happy on the things that they enjoy. And I believe what you put in there has a feedback. If you post negative things, that's going to make other people angry. That anger is going to brew negative things going forward. I don't want to put that negativity out if I can make people happy. Let's see mm. that. You know what, Jordan? This guy's got <laughs> followers and 10 million likes i mean we need to be taking some notes yeah, here i'm over here just drifting semis today no one's liking it <laughs> well, here's the thing is all like even the big creators we've talked to and i i've learned that's the one secret on tiktok is all the big creators heavy all in fool uh clarice you know the one million like truckers have all said the same thing is keep it happy keep it positive don't get yeah. into the fights. You're going to have a bad day. And as soon as you do that, like Ted with heavy hauling on our last podcast, as he said, he started going down the negative and his views started dropping. The comments started getting worse. And yeah. it was a vicious feedback cycle. Yeah. And you can go that way. Like Iron Mike does, but then you got to have like six accounts because they keep getting taken down because they're so controversial. Yeah. So, it's like it's, Iron Mike it's a lot to that. deal with. 
But that's what's that's what's crazy to me. We like we were talking about at the beginning of the show. We were talking about how you know we don't have to deal with drama. Imagine having to create multiple accounts. Like the other day, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, do people have multiple accounts just because they need multiple accounts, or are they getting banned that many times? Or yeah, they get banned that many times. But one account, so. Me too. Oh, I hope I don't get banned. But Fit possible Tucker just commented on my video. Yes, six comments. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm famous. You're on yeah. a roll, boy. Yeah. Man, I just even Iron Mike. I'm thinking about it and like what he post. I've never once seen Iron Mike put anybody down. That's the one thing. Like he does some trolling comments. He posts some controversial yeah. comments, but he has never put anybody else down. That's true. He, he'll say terms that could be considered that way, but he's doing it in such a lighthearted way right. that it's, it's Every, actually uplifting. Everybody yeah. loves Iron Mike. Yep, and he, he, he's, he puts his own energy out there. It's a little bit of like the outlaw stuff and a little bit of trolling, mm-hmm. but yeah. he does it in a way that never insults anybody else. I've never seen him ever once in his videos put someone down, and I respect that because he can troll and do the line of getting people riled up, without actually upsetting anybody and that's a that's a unique skill that i'm impressed with <laughs> my uh <laughs> my friends so so for a long time i don't know how long y'all have had tiktok but uh for a long time i wouldn't get it i, I you know i didn't know what it was about i didn't care and uh i got it first time i got it was a year ago maybe today is today the 11th it is it might have been a year ago today that i got tiktok anyway um and I finally just broke down and got it. And anyway, my friends were telling me about it. And they're like, hey, there's this truck driver on there. And he just, his name's Iron Mike. And he just messes with, with things. And, he, and he's really funny and messes with people and all that stuff. And so anyway, he was he was famous before I even had TikTok. And that, he's the first person I ever heard of that had TikTok. So. <laughs> Did you hear oh, about wow. Chase before this? Never. Did, never heard about never Chase. Heard about Chase? Chase? Oh, I was man. on to this Discovery Channel. Yeah. Wow. Were well, you me, on definitely me. Man. Everyone's heard of you, Jordan. Yeah, exactly. It's little little Willie, one, two, three. That that's me. I used to be Big Chungus. I think that's the one of my names. I don't know. Yeah, little <laughs> Willie was much more accurate than Big Chungus, though. Um <laughs> my old one I had a different name that was more sexual. And I decided that uh, let's not let's not do that. Well guys, I gotta get going here soon and we're kind of reaching our hour. Okay, well, we have to ask him the standard questions. The standard questions. All right. Matt, what is the lightest load you've ever hauled? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Um, we'll say uh, 5,000 pounds. What was oh, it? lighter. No. Just, uh, just like a, a, a one-piece uh, like a, like a one beam or something that just just had to go this is like just one piece i don't i don't remember it's been years ago but i remember i'm putting it on the trailer and i go is this what i'm is this it and they're like yep that's it <laughs> nice oh, okay if you had to spec out your dream truck money's oh, not, not an object what do you get job uh the the one i have now oh 18, oh, 18 what a 1850 torque which you know what though we've got this 2020 w9 that's got uh got the new five uh what is it 565 1850 torque 18 speed and it's pretty nice but i've got a 525 1850 torque 18 speed and it's got 355 gears and all that i mean it, it's perfect for what i do 
Nice, nice, nice. Three seventy nine, by the way. Pick out your oh, okay. oh, it's the one in the yard. <laughs> That's always a good feeling. I love it when people say like it's the one I have. That's awesome. Exactly. Okay, what is your dream job? If you're not doing what you're doing right now and you could do any job anywhere in the world, what would you do? Oh uh, a singer. I think. Really? I think. A singer. Okay. Well, can you, you, sing? always, you can do a little I can. Not not on not on not on the spot though. Well, but we need a new intro for the podcast. I feel like you could do that if you give us a little blue collar okay. interview podcast song. You could sing. That would be hit, sweet. Hit me, hit me up after on Snapchat, and I'll sing you something. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I, honestly, though, record us an intro. That'd be dope. Okay. <laughs> Make that the intro. Also. 100%. Oh, you're cutting out there, Chase. Um. Oh. No, no. I, oh, sorry, I, my turn to talk. You talk too much. Um, <laughs> Matt, can you give everyone your TikTok handle there so they can follow you after this? It is Matt Fouch Trucking One. Nice, nice. Will there ever be a two? <laughs> uh, uh, well, after this conversation, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Matt. It's been good. Hey, I appreciate we'll, uh, it. See you on Snapchat there. Absolutely. <laughs>